Louis Fresh on the beat. Welcome to the All or Nothing Podcast, where we bring to you companies that are here to change the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone. This week, we're going to take a look into a world without oil. Currently, oil is our lifeline, our bloodline. It's the main energy source that powers this world. It's done a lot of good for us, and it's had one of the biggest impacts to our growth as a human civilization. But currently, it's one of the biggest threats to this earth based on the amount of pollution it causes. Over the last few years, we've seen different types of renewable energy sources that have emerged. But as good as some of these products are, some still require oil and use it during the mining and manufacturing process. Now, there's a company based out of Silicon Valley called the Clean Copper Supply Chain Alliance. They have developed a process that uses solar energy, hydrogen, and clean copper to power our cars, homes, and the rest of the energy that we use to power our world. They have the ability to eliminate oil from our global economy with clean energy. And this week I have the CEO, Charlotte Thornton, on the show. So Charlotte, tell us, what exactly is clean copper? And so clean copper we define in a couple of ways, and one of them is distinctly that we actually take out the carbon footprint at the mines so that the mines themselves are running on solar and hydrogen energy versus fossil fuel. Mm. So because copper is found, actually we challenge any, any listener to find us any product that does not have copper in it. And we make the argument that the, that the entire global supply chain is dependent on, upon copper. It's not dependent upon oil. It's dependent upon and only upon copper. Currently, the industrial supply chain makes up over 50% of the overall pollution around the world. And a big reason why is the use of oil during the metal extraction and production process. So how does your clean copper help other companies eliminate the use of oil during this process? The two biggest veins of copper in the world happen to be in Chile running in, into southern Peru. And so um, the, to, on, the, on the one hand, by virtue of our using the world's best solar hitting a desert anywhere in the world happens to be right where the copper veins are. So it makes sense to go ahead and leverage the very high solar radiation levels in the world's highest, driest desert that happens to be coincident with the copper mine. So it, it, it makes perfect sense to be using all solar to run the electricity and even the fuel supply for those mines. And that makes it so that even the people living in the world's largest copper mining town, which is called a base camp, but it happens to be the largest in the world, then those people are, are who typically have 30 years of their life cut off from them because of the pollution at the copper town itself will be able to dramatically uh, improve the emissions, just, you know, the pollution. Can you talk about the potential impact that solar and hydrogen energy has on the supply chain? Now, if you're living in California right now, you're already paying a carbon tax. You may not realize it. You pay it at the gas pump. But it's already, already the, the oil companies are passing on the carbon tax on to the consumer in the state of California. And everybody's copying 
California's uh, cap-and-trade cap exchange. So what, what we argue is that if you're, if, if you're, if you, if we if we begin to switch over to hydrogen fuel, and for the electric vehicles we make it with all solar, then we don't we're actually solving the problem. We don't need to pay a tax because somebody is being given a license to per, to pollute. So the oil companies are paying a license to continue to pollute at the refineries. So a, a little a little big fact that that goes over everybody's had because they want it to is that of all of the transport fuel worldwide 75 percent of the greenhouse gases coming from transport fuels come from the refineries not your tailpipe so they want us to think that it's all our fault and we need to be paying the tax to stop polluting but we're saying no we, we think it's time it's the 21st century we need to go ahead and push forward the next industrial revolution that's going to completely remove oil and gas from our economy altogether and if we bring forth solar and hydrogen which are non-depletables it means that we can dramatically drop the price of electricity the price of fuel and the price of copper because we need copper for the global economy that in and of itself if you drop any one of those three prices you have an industrial the next industrial revolution talk a little bit more about the industrial revolution what are some of the factors that are contributing to this major shift you know really the the next industrial revolution is going to be brought about not because of the internet of things not because we have more capability to um, pump more information in and out of everybody's minds and and off of their things and 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 through all of the fiber optics etc cetera, etc cetera. no the next generation the, the next industrial revolution is going to happen because all of the automotive companies are already all of them are ready to bring to mass market their hydrogen fuel cell cars. Tesla doesn't really want you to think that. They don't, they don't want you to know that. The only reason that the automotives have been working for 30 years by law to, to have them ready to go to mass market, the hydrogen fuel cell cars, by 2015, they don't have the hydrogen at the pump. So whomever comes forth with a a fuel that is a non-depletable mm. so that means that you you're you're not going to have somebody come forward over the next 10 or 15 or or 150 years and say uh oh, we gotcha we we control the price of crude and the whole the whole global economy is is dependent upon the price of crude the industrial revolution next is going to be a clean copper revolution for the people by the people based on hydrogen and copper that comes forth without any fossil fuel in it and therefore the, the price of those two commodities is going to be driven by the consumer usage not by somebody saying uh, oh price is dropping too much I think I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off the spigot at the refinery and drive the price of fuel at your pump back up companies are always worried about the financial costs tied to change especially when you're changing a process or a system that they've been using for years. So what's the onboarding process to get set up with clean copper? And how would it affect the company's bottom line, both short-term and long-term? The downstream is because we actually supply hydrogen at the pump. Let's just start, say, in a state like California, where, which is the third largest transport fuels market in the world. The ones that would and should be bringing forth hydrogen in the state of California to the pumps are Chevron and the existing oil companies, and they haven't finished burning 
the crude oil that's on their their books right now in their financial sheets. So the the existing oil companies are not going to bring us hydrogen to the pump. Not probably in the next maybe 30 years they might think it's time to do that. Well, that serves them, not the people, and not especially the automotive companies that have sunk a lot of money to having their hydrogen fuel cell cars ready to come to market. Why is reducing the amount of oil being used so important? And how critical is it that businesses have a role in this process? If you go get on a plane and get off the plane in Santiago, Chile, you will have headaches within a day. You will be near asphyxiated by what are, you know, no drive days that they have just as a, as a rule. If you look at a picture of Tehran, Iran, for instance, you can't see through the picture. If you look at, at Beijing, you can't see through the picture six inches in front of your nose for the pollution. So forget about greenhouse gases and, and, and climate change. Hydrogen is the only way used in hydrogen fuel cell cars, already all of them ready to go to market now, is the only way to quickly turn back the smog and the grotesque pollution that is in all of our major cities worldwide. If we can put man on the moon and bring him back again and declare it as a mandate in 10 years and we did it in six, do you think we should be able to like turn back the major pollution across the major top, let's just say, 30 cities across the world? We just, we just believe in, in health and equality. I mean, everybody has a right to breathe fresh air in their cities. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, see, I'm not sure if I answered the question, but I, that, that's what drives us. And so reducing the use of oil is important because it's the oil that's causing the pollution in our, in our cities. It's, it is the oil at your tailpipe, and there is a refinery nearby everybody's major city. In regards to climate change, some feel like it's a real threat, but others just don't think it's important. In your opinion, how much time does the general population have to make some real changes before we hit a real danger zone? Climate change is being caused by the chemtrailing. If you think that that's like, you know, hearsay or whatever, just look up, look up into the sky or go and study the websites that's going on worldwide. Much of the weather is being manipulated and controlled by certain powers that be inside governments. So climate change is real. We do know what's causing it, and again, it's up to the oil companies to want to decide to change or some governments to stop chemtrailing, and it is a danger, and we need to be activists against what's causing it. Even just post-World War II, uh, governments and their military establishment inside those governments have been manipulating weather, and it's now upon us that we need to like uh, make a big move. It wasn't until recently that I figured out what chemtrails were. And I'm sure that most people, one, don't know what chemtrails are, and two, would be surprised that it's government controlled. So can you give some more information about that, but also why the government would want to alter our weather? You can go on the internet, you can find these things, is, is you know, what do the defense departments do? I mean, it's it they are in charge of creating the next level weapon that can, you know, protect a given country or allied group of, you know, a populace. So, you know, they see themselves as having, they, meaning let's say the U.S. Defense Department, they they would have the mandate to, uh, if they can believe that they can control the weather as a weapon, then that's what they, you know, are charged to do. But on the other hand, as a scientist or an engineer, we have to step back and say, but, but, but who gives who permission to experiment with our atmosphere, 
you know, what you can just, you know, spray up there. Well, it turns out that they're spraying barium, strontium, and aluminum, all, all of which at nanoscale particles causes everything from, you know, lung disease to, to uh, you know, being able to even maybe manipulate, you know, things going on in your brain. I mean, these are nanoscale particles that are being sprayed down upon us and are manipulating the weather for whatever reasons, good or bad, but are they are they healthy for the populace that you're trying to protect, you know? <laughs> it's an exciting time to be alive. Everybody wake up, it's absolutely epic. Don't take anybody's anything for for granted, for, uh, you know, fact, go and research it on your, on your own. We all have the internet, we all have the same library that we can be learning from. Charlotte, that was a great interview. You not only gave a lot of good information, but you gave our listeners something to think about. So I want to thank the founder and CEO of the Clean Copper Supply Chain Alliance, Charlotte Thornton. And if you want to hear more interviews like this, make sure you subscribe to the All or Nothing podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Tidal. That's a wrap for this week's episode of All or Nothing, where we bring to you companies that are here to change the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone.